0: Yo, welcome back. I'm Jay, and you're listening to The Gridiron. We got a lot of news in the sports world, whether it be football or basketball, a lot of stuff going on at the NBA trade deadline. We're going to get into all of that, man, but we're going to dive straight in to the football side of things and The Gridiron. You feel me? I believe last we talked, me and my boy D was making predictions and things like that about the championship games that was being played. I believe that was between San Fran, 49ers, and the Los Angeles Rams. And on the AFC side of things, it was the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Cincinnati Bengals or the Bayou Bengals, as we like to call them up there. You feel me? Uh. We gonna get straight into this thing, man. Uh, the Bengals ended up pulling that thing off, twenty-seven to twenty-four in overtime. Was I surprised by it? No. Did I pick the Bengals in this one? No, I didn't. Even though my my heart my heart wanted me to go with them, you know what I'm saying? I really and I really did root for them boys. I'm always gonna root for them, you know. I've been rocking with them boys since really they drafted Joe Burrow. And then they secured it. By going back and getting Jamar Chase right there. Uh, besides my being biased to the local products of LSU, um, them boys really can ball, man. They pat to the Super Bowl it has not been easy. Um, they had to face the Raiders in the first round. They defeated them 26-19, turned around, had to go play the first round, the number one seed in the on, on the AFC side of things and the Titans. Uh, and they ended up pulling that away pulling that off um, after falling behind um, and then to come back and to face the Chiefs and to get down how they got down against the Chiefs man um, you just knew you just knew after watching them games especially being against the Titans how many times did this man Joe Burrow get sacked that he wasn't going to get shook and for the LSU fans and the fans that paid attention to Joe Burrow in college you knew what this man was capable of uh, and not to toot my own horn, I don't even think, well, wasn't doing the gridiron, wasn't doing the podcast at this time. Uh, me and my boy D used to talk about Joe Burrow and Tua and all of that, and before Joe Burrow became Joe Burrow, um, I looked at Joe, I mean, you remember Joe Burrow had that first year with LSU and everybody was like, oh, it wasn't that great, but what I saw was something great in the making, you know what I'm saying, the intangibles, the the height, the vision. The toughness, you know what I'm saying? The competitiveness to get guys to follow you. Get hey man, look, the quarterback, regardless of what people say, I believe the quarterback got to be the number one position. Uh one of the most, well, not one the most important position in football. You feel me? So if your leader don't give you hope, man, the team don't have hope. The franchise don't have hope. So um one of the things I seen from Joe Burrow from the get-go that I always like I liked it about Joe Bro was it? he gave the, he gave he gave everybody hope. Now the numbers didn't reflect that right off the uh, off the get-go. But I knew from what I had saw, what I had heard, the research I done, you know what I'm saying? Um, even dating back to Ohio State, the guys, the players, you know what I'm saying, had nothing but high praise for that man. So I knew I knew greatness was in the works if he was given the opportunity. Now back off of that, uh the pat for the Bengals haven't really been that easy. You feel what I'm saying? Um, the offensive line's in shambles. Um, well, I ain't going to say it's in shambles, but, but let's call it what it is. The offensive line for the Bengals has been flat out trash. But that's been all season. That's been all the way dating back to last year when Drew Burrow got hurt. Um, the, the offensive line's been trash, and they made it all the way to this point. Um, and I want to point out a lot of people are talking about the Rams, defensive alignment, man, look. See, the Rams do have a great defensive line. Don't get me wrong. The Rams have a great defense. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, but at the same time, this is the NFL. Man, they got 31 other teams that have... or uh, That has players that get paid to do things and stuff. Now, are, are they all on an Aaron Donald type level? No. But at the same time when you get to looking at the Bengals offensive line, they've been having regular type guys just ramshack them. So, I mean, and it's really haven't really made much of a difference to this point as far as affecting Joe Burrow in in, in the Bengals winning games. So, I just want to point to that. Um, Let's really dive deep down into what really took place with the Bengals versus the, the Chiefs because the Chiefs seem to get hot at the beginning. They jumped out to a nice little a nice little start. Now, judging from what I saw from the Bengals this postseason, previous to the Chiefs game, um, a lot of people was nervous, always over with. But I just kept watching Joe Burrow and watching that sideline. And it seemed like nobody was panicking. Um, it's just a a sense of man, we didn't did this before. You feel me? Matter of fact, if you guys remember back to when the the chiefs won their super bowl on that run with patrick mahomes there was a lot of come from behind victories well it was like some they never really felt like they was out of a game you feel me and that's kind of the vibe that i got from um the Bengals and joe burrow now the thing that i want to point to with the chiefs is I right, so they scored 21 points in the first two quarters After that, in the third, the fourth, and overtime, they scored a grand total of three points. Now, y'all know one of my favorite sayings. I don't care what you ranked, how you was ranked, what you did, if you can't do it in the moment I need you to do it in. So you can be ranked number one in points and catches or whatever the hell the stats say. But when in the moment of truth when we need you to make a play or we need the team to do something I need you to be number one and be spectacular then so and, 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 and basically three quarters the Chiefs scored three points man three points so I mean and, and I don't want to take nothing away from the Bengals defense and nothing like that shout out to the Bengals uh, they hung in there they hung around uh, but at the same time you being Patrick Mahomes Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey and them boys and all of that. Three points in the second half. Andy Reid, three points? Three points? Come on, man. Come on. So, the Chiefs got to take a big share of the blame for that, but at the same time, like I said, am I surprised about the Bengals pulling this off? No. You know what I'm saying? They've been down before. They've played, they've seen a lot of defenses that that basically played them all the same. Um, And I feel that Joe Burrow's not really been affected by none of it. You know, he's going to get hit, he's going to get up, he's going to keep going. He's going to on to the next play and that's really rare for a uh, uh, uh I was about to say rookie quarterback, but you may as well say rookie quarterback he really this is his first full healthy season. Um but really that's rare for any quarterback to get keep getting hit like that. Um uh, now at the same time, once again, those that watch the 19 championship team, undefeated team with LSU, you've you seen Joe Burrow making plays. You know, first of all, LSU fans, you know Joe Burrow can make plays and instant plays. You no, know, um, so it's not really surprising to see him doing some of the things he does because I always knew he had it in him from what the research I've done, um, the people I talked to and from what I saw. Uh so with that being said, man, shout out to Joe Burrow and them, you know, they ended up scoring started off with three points in the first quarter, seven in the second quarter, and 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 went ahead and did their thing with eleven in the third quarter. Um had a field goal to go ahead and send it, you know, to keep it tied up, send it to overtime, whatever. Uh and 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 shout out to that kicker and um what his name is? What's the little the little guy's name is? I don't want to mispronounce his name because that dude been he been kicking this McPherson. Shout out to McPherson, man. That dude that dude been doing this thing. You feel me? That dude been doing this thing. Saint Show could have used him, um, but they really capitalized. Shout out to Juba. I apologize for the technical difficulties. Um, we was talking about the AFC championship games and the NFC championship games and football. Um, I was just getting ready to move on from the Cincinnati and the Kansas City game. Anyway, we was moving on to the Los Angeles Rams versus the San Francisco 49ers game. Uh, the Rams pulled it off 20 to 17 really in which a game I felt personally personally, that the Ram, uh, the Rams really should have lost this game the 49ers I thought had it I actually picked the 49ers to win this game probably because I just don't like the, the Rams but at the same time uh, we talked about the Bengals their road to the Super Bowl uh, the Rams has had a pretty, a pretty decent one too having been faced Tom Brady Almost lost that game, but I uh, haven't been FaceTime Brady. They didn't have quite the road to the Super Bowl, too. Um, take a look at what actually went down. Um, neither team scored in the first quarter. San Fran jumped out ten to seven before halftime. Third quarter, San Fran jumped on them again um, to win the quarter seven to zero, and then the fourth quarter it seemed like San Fran just fell. A- fell apart literally at the the waning minutes of the game. It seemed like they just fell apart. Uh, Jeremy Garoppolo ended up going 16-30 for 232 yards for two touchdowns and an interception. Debo Samuels had seven rushes for 26 yards. He led the team. Mitchell had 11 for 20. Debo also led the team in receptions for four for 72. IU was second with full for 69. Um, Debo also had a Receiving touchdown. Uh, Kittle also had a receiving touchdown. That was the only receiving touchdowns game. Um, Ward, Jimmy Ward had a had a pick off Stafford. You feel me? And that pretty much was that. Kicking game. Robbie Gould went one on one, made everything he had the opportunity to make. On the other side, Stafford went thirty one to forty five for three hundred thirty seven yards, two touchdowns, with one inception. Cam Akers led them boys with 13 carries, for 48 touchdowns. I mean, 48 touchdowns. Boy, shoot. That would have been legendary. 48 yards, no touchdowns. Sony Michelle had 10 carries for 16 yards. <coughs> Excuse me. Cooper Cup had 11 receptions for 142 yards and two touchdowns. Man, that man. Say, y'all better stop playing and underestimating that man because he's white. That man. <laughs> 11 receptions, 142 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. What Beckham came back in the LSU. Hey, LSU all over the place in this postseason. Beckham, nine receptions for 113 yards. You feel me? No no touchdowns, but had a big impact on the game. Higby had two receptions for 18 yards. Basically, Cup and Beckham was the offense. Uh, on defense, Howard ended up getting the pick. Basically, that was the pick that sealed the game. You feel me? Uh, that dude, the kicker gay, missed the kick that really I thought was going to doom them, but some type of way, they ended up pulling it off. So now, back to this, the Super Bowl matchup. And I guess up to this point, hey, and by the way, y'all, I did beat that supercomputer. I don't know if I mentioned that. I believe the supercomputer had the Buccaneers versus the Bills in the Super Bowl. And I said, hell nah. I dismantled that. I dismantled that theory. Uh, Yeah, so a lot of things we're going to continue to talk about. Uh, The Rams versus the Bengals. Sunday, February the 13th at 530, man. Technically, technically, the Bengals are the home team been an all reality man the Rams are playing at home at their stadium but I'm gonna keep it real from what I've saw ever since they done moved in that stadium whoever playing whoever the away team is usually got the home field advantage now that's for regular games one thing I can tell you about Los Angeles having never stayed in Los Angeles just from what I just just my two cents on it because I do follow the Lakers and all the other sports in Los Angeles. Um, big games, all of the stars come out. For big game ends in Los Angeles, I can just about tell you everybody in the mama and grandma and dad, everybody gonna be at that game. You know, what I'm saying it's like gonna be a high ticket, but I can. It's it's a it's a big event. The home team is in it. It's gonna have a lot of faces. So, you know, a lot of people probably going to be rooting for LA. They live in LA. A lot of stars live in LA. Um, so they gonna, they got that going for them. But at the same time, over over the course of the season, it just seemed like the Rams really didn't have a home field advantage. But like I said, things change in Los Angeles in big games. Now, let's get down to the get down. What team really has the advantage? Want to see Vegas has opened up? I don't know. Maybe the spread has changed a little bit since when I've paid attention to it. But I want to see this opened up with four and a half. Let me say five points. Uh, first of all, let me let me just get this out. Let me get this out in the open. I'm rooting for the Bengals. I didn't root it. I rooted against the Bengals. Well, I ain't gonna say I, I never rooted against the Bengals. I went against the Bengals when my heart really told me I should have went with them boys one time in the year. And that was last week. I got in the spirit. In reality, I felt it. I knew it. You know what I'm saying? I, I was rooting for the Bengals. I mean, yeah, I was rooting for the Bengals. You know what I'm saying? But I just, eh. Joe Burrow's young. You know what I'm saying? Patrick Mahomes. It's a away game. I was wrong. I was wrong, but I was right. What your boys said off of uh, Hustle and Flew. I was wrong, but I was right. Uh so we're not gonna do that again i'm going with the hometown products jamal chase and Joe burrow i'm biased as hell i'm riding with the Bengals, but i'm also gonna support this with facts and i'm gonna be you know what i'm saying straight up with this thing you feel me let's look at let's dive into it what are the advantages and disadvantages of both teams uh this Rams team isn't the Rams team that we've known over the last couple of years. Obviously, let's take a deep dive into what they've lost. Uh, obviously, this team no longer has the big pounding back, uh, Gurley. Um, and I forget that little dude's name, but man, he got on the Laroe right there in the postseason, before the postseason, right there in, what it was, 2018 um, his name i i forget i forget the guy's name um but man for a while that he was he was he was punishing people a little small a little small running back but he was hard to take down um but this is in the days where um they pounded down on you but now the off the rams offense is still based off of the play action and things like that but from what i've seen like the rams really can't run the ball like talking about this year i don't really know what they ranked Um, league-wise, but I just know, for instance, in this last game here, against the 49ers and the 49ers' defensive line isn't really, it's probably one of the better defensive lines in the league, but at the same time, um, the Rams only managed 70 yards rushing. Um, They really don't run it really all that well uh, to see that the Rams have a better offensive line or what one of the better offensive lines in the NFL um so I look at that uh I get to looking at the quarterbacks so that's I guess that's the big the most important thing let's look at the quarterbacks real talk um this how I always this I'm serious as hell maybe I'm weird maybe I do it wrong whatever This how I look at things when I go to approach a game which quarterback would I take if I was if, which quarterback do, do I trust the most and which quarterback would I, I would I take in in given situations is it Joe Burrow you know what I'm saying or is it Matt Stafford over the, now I can tell you this over the limited time that we've seen Joe Burrow um well for the fans that's just started watching Joe Burrow in the NFL for the limited time that we've seen Joe Burrow what have we seen from him and for the time that we've seen Matt Stafford previous to this in Detroit albeit, you know what I'm saying, You we, people like to point at Detroit, but I want to remind people, they did have a guy called Megatron over there, you know what I'm saying, along with some other weapons. So, we ain't gonna just forget about that. But, in that time period, I would like to point out, like, what have we seen in that time frame um, from either quarterbacks? Uh, now, I would like to go back, as far as with, because with Joe Burrow, like I said, this is really... I mean, in the NBA, he'd probably be winning the rookie of the year. Because, I mean, this is really technically his first. Ain't no technically. This is his first full healthy season. Um, He hasn't been in the season, I mean, in the league a full two seasons yet. Um, But but from what we had saw from him, what we've seen from him is reminiscent of what we saw from him at LSU when he won the Heisman. Um, What we see guy's a tough guy, you know what I'm saying, can, can make all the throws, you feel me, isn't easily shaken, you know what I'm saying, if if he can be shaken, um, so, what are the, event? I, so basically, when I get to looking at, I'm, a, I'm a, like, once again, I'm gonna be real with y'all, I'm biased, but I'm a realist, Matt Stafford is a, is a, is a pretty good quarterback, but w- what I see, Matt Stafford is elite, um, We had to define that, but I guess we ain't going to get into all of that right now. I would say Matt Stafford is an elite talent. He always had, I always felt that Matt Stafford had elite talent, never really capitalized off that talent, you know what I'm saying? But he always had the arm to make the throws and all of that. Um, There's a lot of quarterbacks in that category, but I never really felt that he was a truly elite, one of the top three quarterbacks I think if, if you're trying to see that now you're lying nobody ever had him ranked that way even when he had he had Calvin Johnson so right now when I get to looking at it, I'm gonna tell you the truth age to the side no age not to the side I'm taking all of that into account age age into consideration I'm taking Joe Burrow because why I believe uh, a few shows ago, I asked Joe Burrow. Actually, could have won an award. I said possibly this man could have won the MVP based off of the numbers, um, QBR ratings, passing yards, turnovers, the touchdowns, all all of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I wanna, <clears throat> I can just about tell you they're comparable or better to Matt Stafford's um, in the postseason, and that's without even looking at the numbers. Y'all can. Stat, stat check me at the, on this if y'all want to let me know um, and while I'm talking about this y'all let me know what y'all feel about this who y'all like Joe Burrow Matt Stafford you know what I'm saying who would y'all start a team with who would y'all build a team with but anyway uh, stat check me on that I, I would say Joe Burrow has had the better postseason doesn't turn the ball over as much and it's been con- extremely consistent now if you go and put Joe Burrow behind this, this is what I'm getting at this is Basically, the argument I'm I'm gonna say. Basically, if you're gonna give me, or you're gonna give Joe Burrow, um, Los Angeles offensive line with Sean McVay, with Cooper Cup and them boys and all of that, with that defensive line and that defense over there, I'm going to tell you, Joe Burrow is going to do the same exact thing, which is get them to the Super Bowl or, or, or better. You know what I'm saying? Um, now. So that's my argument on why I personally, Jay, would take Joe Burrow over Matt Stafford. That end, he's considerably younger. This is his first full healthy season. He even took a team that basically hadn't been to the Super Bowl since before I've been born. And don't be trying to count my age. But just know this is wild. You feel me? Um. So we got that. Now that we got that out of the way, I'm going to be real. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get an edge to the running, the running backs to uh, Cincinnati, too. And no, I'm not being biased because Joe Mixon, I believe, n- not even in from the SEC, just uh, what I'm seeing. And Cam Akers and, and Sony Michelle's ain't no slouch neither. But down to a man, I take Joe. I think anybody would take Joe Mixon and P. Uh, uh, Piron over Cam Akers and uh, Michelle. I think that's me personally. You know what I'm saying? You could do so much more. But anyway, I, I mean, I'm not trying to clown on because I want to say Akers was a five-star recruit coming out of Mississippi. Uh, I'm just saying right now in productivity, I think I'd just take Mixon. Uh, Mixon would have been a first-round talent had he not had the off-the-field issues coming out of college. Uh, moving on, man. This is a good one. Uh, down to the skill positions where you got Cooper Cup. Versus Jamar Chase, or you got, um, let me think of the, uh, the other guys and stuff. It's crazy because Robert R- Woods for the Robert Woods for the uh, the Rams is out. You know that's another weapon that could have been huge for the for them boys and all of that. But would I would I rather Cooper Cup or Jamar Chase? That's big right there. Because I'm a, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I want Jamal Chase, man. I'm just keep real. I don't know. I just want Jamal Chase. I didn't see, maybe because I know the scene up close and personal what this man can do.
1: You know what I'm saying? On a
0: high school level to the college level, now to the pro level. Uh the man's legit and, and and not to say that Cooper Cup's not legit but before this and all of that, man, Cooper Cup's having a great system. I mean a great season in a great system. Um with a with a with a with a, a a pretty good quarterback and everything, you know what I'm saying, and, and it's starting to shine. But I need to see this more. I need to see more from Cooper Cup.
1: I Meaning, I need
0: to see this next year also. Now that teams have the uh, the uh, film out on him, and he's going to get best the best cover corners. He's going to get double. Team. I need to see more from him. Uh, not to say that. Jamar Chase has made it all the way on the scene, but being that I've, like I said, I've watched this man all the way since prep school, balling, you know what I'm saying? Since, against some of the top talent, and we all know Louisiana creates some of the best talent it is on the gridiron out there, you know what I'm saying? Uh, And I done watched this man dominate, so I know what what it's hitting for. I done seen it. SEC dominated. Some of the best corners, Patrick Sertan, um, Diggs dominated, you know what I'm saying, Uh which is going to be interesting, I think in this situation here, biases to the side, I really honestly, I would take, for one, I just believe, I believe Jamar has a little, he has the size, and he has a little more speed than Cooper, Uh that's just me personally, I don't even know what Cooper Cup run in the 40, but I just, I don't think it's. I don't think he's running as fast as Jamar Chase is running in the forty, man. Uh, so skill positions, I think I'm gonna go ahead and roll with. I'm gonna roll with Jamar Chase over Cooper Cup. Um, then you get Odell Beckham versus Higgins. Man, I'm gonna be real. Now this is another LSU product. It's gonna seem like I'm being biased with LSU, uh, but I'm gonna tell y'all something. T Higgins ain't no slouch. That's a big, a big wide receiver. Got good speed, good run out to catch. Uh, that's a that's a that's a that's a mismatch for uh, defensive corner corners and linebackers and safeties trying to cover that man. He's a mismatch, so I think that's a quarterback's best friend having a guy like that. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and see, man. I'm gonna go ahead and give Odell Beckham. I'm gonna give Odell Beckham the nod on this one right here versus T Higgins. Just because what what I said the first time versus Cooper Cup. Um and I believe T. Higgins was an excellent player in college also. But I just didn't seen seen Odell do it over more I didn't seen Odell do it more consistently over longer stretches of time. Um And not to say that Odell going... This this is Odell's time to time right here. Um, But other than that, I think... Outside of Cooper Cup and Odell, Higby, Van Jefferson is pretty good. But other than that, you know what I'm saying, the large, the vast majority of Los Angeles offense is going to come from Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham. Um, So I think... Honestly, I think I give skill positions the nod to the Bengals. As crazy as that sounds, offensive line—I don't—we're not going to even talk about that. I think I give, man, I give Robert or I give Ponchatoula Junior High uh, offensive line a better grade than than the Cincinnati Cincinnati Bengals offensive line. That's crazy because they're in the Super Bowl. Fully expecting people to step their game up. You know what I'm saying? Played somewhat decent. Who knows? We're gonna see. We see how that turned out. Uh yeah. So we're gonna move on to the defensive side of the ball, man. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep it G with you. I'm gonna go ahead and get a defensive line. Aaron Donald and them boys. I'm gonna give it to them. We ain't gonna go over that. Linebackers, I think I'm gonna go ahead and give it, give it to the Rams also. Uh secondary. I think I'm going to give it to uh I'm the, I'm gonna give it I'm going to give it to the Rams so basically I'm going to see as crazy as this sounds I'm going to see the Bengals got the offense the Rams got the defense but the Bengals offense isn't that much over the Rams offense like they don't have that they not that far ahead of the Rams offense in my opinion but I think the Rams offense it's a little further ahead than the um, Bengals' defense. That's just my opinion. Now, they still gotta come, up, go out there and play the game. You know what I'm saying? Uh, players gotta play. Stars gotta go shine, you feel me? And we'll see how that play out. With that being said, I've still got the Bengals winning this thing. Joe Burrow, uh, Super Bowl MVP, bringing them people, they, they what is it? They first Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying? Um, It'd be an amazing story for this man here. Uh, good for LSU for sure. And I'ma just say, man. For right now, man, my pick. I got the Bengals winning this thing, man. I I gotta place me some money down. See if I can get me some money on this here. You feel me? Let's go, let's go, Joe. Let's go, Jamal. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all, uh, don't let me down with this one here. But uh, man, we're gonna take a quick little break. We're gonna come back. We got some other news outside of the Super Bowl concerning the Saints, man. Y'all stay tuned. Yo, welcome back. Who that? I want to say... Congratulations to head coach, Dennis Allen. You feel me? Uh, The Saints have officially named Dennis Allen the head coach for the New Orleans Saints. He got some big shoes to fill, obviously. Uh, I want to congratulate him and his family. Uh, If you've been following me, if you've been rocking with me for a while, then you already know how I feel about Dennis Allen. Familiar with the organization. Did a phenomenal job. Um, I felt with when he first came here, well, how the Saints defense was to what he's done in transforming that defense from, you know what I'm saying, one of the worst defense to one of the best defenses in the league. And you feel me? From a weakness to a strength, actually, from being the reason why we losing games to the reason we actually winning some of these games even in the later part of Drew Brees' career. Uh, you got to think, man, this man has terrorized uh, Tom Brady. You feel me? Uh, since Tom Brady came in in the league, now that Tom Brady has retired also, um, Dennis Allen got a, a 4-0 record against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. You feel me? You got that in his hat. Um, unless Tom Brady comes out of retirement, which I heard some talk, but I don't think that man coming out, man. Tom, go ahead and, and leave while you're on, you're on top, you feel me? Uh, but I always felt that Dennis Allen was qualified and he should have been one of the guys. That name should have been out there in, in these coaching search, uh, searches, in these uh franchise looking for a head coach. I thought he should have been one of the, one of the guys they should have reached out to. Um, I said that I don't think I said that a while back. You know what I'm saying? That he was going to start getting attention. I felt that we would lose him not showing Peyton and it's actually the other way around. But hey, maybe it was something that we didn't know. Maybe that was a red flag because, like I said, man, you, you go to look at what this guy's done and I also wanna say his head coaching record previous to this uh was eight and twenty eight with the Oakland Raiders. But man, that team there that team uh, there uh, with the, the talent that they had on that team and uh it just it just was a dumpster fire over there. I don't think you could have you could have had Lambo himself and I don't think he would have been able to done or uh, John Madden himself. I don't think he would have been able to do nothing with them Raiders. Not that Raiders team. Um it's just a bad situation. Uh, he got his feet wet. Hopefully learned some valuable situations. Um, I I always knew that he wanted to get back out into coaching because he said it himself. But I, I think it was a situation where he said uh, he just wasn't going to take any old job. It had to be a good situation. So maybe behind closed doors, this was always the plan. Because I, like I said, I just found it strikingly weird that you know, man, they got, they they calling up guys that in coached high school and junior high and all kinds of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And you got a guy that's, that transformed a whole NFL franchise defense into a powerhouse. And you ain't even looking into that. And on, on, on top of, you know what I'm saying, already having a uh, previous NFL head coaching experience, uh, regardless of, you know what I'm saying, the outcome of it. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, I don't think, especially in those days of those Oakland Raiders, anybody could have really did much better with what they had. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> uh, I would say, you know, he is a Super Bowl champion. Um, he is responsible for those defenses that led to uh, help lead the uh, Peyton Manning-led Broncos, the Super Bowl appearances. Um and a lot of people, if you know, if you watch football, you know what I'm saying you pay attention to football, you you, you study the history and everything. If you know anything, that that defense that that Broncos team fielded, it, uh, it's likely is debates, You know what I'm saying it's debatable. I'm not gonna say it is the greatest, but it it will go down as one of the greatest defenses of all time. Um, them, them boys just was unstoppable. Brian Miller in his apex, you feel me. Um but even those guys, you know what I'm saying, give credit to Dennis Allen and them and all of that for the coaching that that, that they received, I wanna say, you know, uh so we got that in it he got that in his his hat. Uh so I think I think maybe maybe we just didn't see this move coming all along. Or maybe I saw it coming. It's a great move to me. Now, he obviously got huge shoes to fill. Um, obviously, with Sean Payton stepping down, losing Drew Brees. But I think we have quite a few pieces that can help mitigate them losses. Uh, speaking of the uh, pieces, hate to speak on this. ain't going to really speak on it too much because I don't know much. Wasn't there. Don't know the details of it. So all I can really say is what I've read uh, off the internet of what of what I've heard off social media. Uh, AK41 album Camaro was arrested in Las Vegas at the Pro Bowl, um, had an altercation, I want to say at a nightclub, you know what I'm saying, allegedly, uh, cops are saying they got video we you know that's why we got court. I guess we'll find that out. Um, but it's definitely a huge blow, man. Just, I just wish all of the best, you know what I'm saying, to Alvin Kamara, specifically, you know what I'm saying, because we really need in this situation how the Saints, how the what's going on with the Saints right now, Sean Payton and all of that, the Saints in flux, Alvin Kamara being one of our best players uh, one of the leaders of the team, we really need, we really need all our best players and leaders to be there, um, wishing them the best also, because, you know what I'm saying, as a person off the field, seems to be a good, cool dude, You you feel what I'm saying, laid back, you know what I'm saying, Easy going cat, so I'm wishing them the best off the field also, because, you know what I'm saying, we also ride with our players, uh, other than that, man, got some news coming up. Well, hold up. Before we get to that, you know what I'm saying? Let's talk about some of the trades that came to my eye with one of the biggest trades in the NBA switching gears, getting off the, the Saints for a second. Uh, once again, I want to correct congratulate head coach Dennis Allen and his family looking forward to big things coming soon. Hopefully we can hold one of them things up real soon, real soon. Um, Also want to reiterate uh, prayers and hope, hoping the best for one of our figures in the community and also one of the better players on the Saints team and hopefully everything get figured out. Uh, But we're going to go ahead and switch gears and talk a little NBA for a while. Speaking of NBA and basketball, with the NFL season coming to conclusion, we're going to talk a little more NBA, a little more NCAA basketball, man. Might even throw in some of them, some uh, college, women's college basketball, man. I, hey, let me tell y'all something about me. I eat, sleep, and breathe football, but I love all sports, man. You know what I'm saying? other day, I was up there watching bowling, man. I watch anything they got to do with competi- competing. I'm a competitor, that's that's what I do, you feel me, um, so, really don't know much about golf, but actually, I've been saying I want to try to play that, uh, but yeah, man, some of the bigger NBA trades at the trade deadline, it's not quite over with yet, uh, but from what I saw, the one that I like that directly affected me anyway, that I'm about to tell y'all about, man, CJ McCollum, Um, Larry Nance Jr., Tony Snell, and a blockbuster trade getting shipped over to the New Orleans Pelicans from the Trailblazers. We shipping over fan favorite Josh Hart, Nikhil Alexander Walker. uh, Our first, a 22, a 2022 first round protected pick. Well, it's protected. I think if it land between five and 14, we keep it if not we got to give him something else in the future and we're gonna give him two future second round picks uh i feel like i'm leaving somebody out right there oh yeah we sending over uh, one of the guys from one of the uh, uh that we i think he from overseas Didi louise i can't say the man name um but basically man i ain't gonna lie i feel like we we i would say we beat him over the head uh nickel alexander walker i do think has the potential to be something good real good uh josh hart is a real good glue piece um uh, don't know nothing else about the other little dude dd you feel me but with that being said are any of them at this moment in time better than cj mccullum hell no nah. uh i was on the fence about this earlier you know what I'm saying? i didn't know how i felt about it you know what i'm saying uh But it's definitely a good pickup, I feel, like for the Pelicans. With them being intent right now, um, I don't know the condition of C.J. McCollum, when he's going to make his appearance. Um, I I doubt he's playing right now in the game uh, against Houston, I want to say. But I would expect if he passes physicals, uh, he'd be in the next couple of games. Uh, But is it a piece that I'm going to go ahead and say that obviously they're not going to win a championship this year uh maybe the goal was for them just to compete and uh, make the play in you feel me maybe next year with a healthy zion with a healthy brandon ingram and a healthy Valentinus and cj mccullum they have a legitimate shot man i'm gonna tell you the truth thinking of that core right there and then we really didn't have to give up uh trey murphy or. Uh, Herb Jones or uh, Jackson Hayes, anything like that, to keep the majority of that thing intact and still have a little money to play with in free agency. Man, the Pelicans are in prime position to be able to make a move if they can ever get this man Zion on the court and stay fully healthy and engaged with the team. Um, a lot of people are so quick to try to, like, ship the man out of there and feel sorry. Oh, uh, I feel bad for C.J. McCullough. I feel bad. I mean, he uh, done... He he going to a bad team, man. We look, listen. He was on a bad team as of right now. You feel me? So, at least in my mind, I'm trying to put myself. I don't know the man, haven't spoke to the man ever. I'm just put myself. So you you was on a bad team this year, at least. And then you talking about that superstar leaving, and Dame Lillard. At the very least, I know one thing. At least I'm going to a situation with. What a, it seems like the future is bright with guys like Brandon Ingram, you feel me? Uh, regardless of what's going on with Zion, he's young, it seems like he's up and coming. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you could be, if I'm thinking like CJ Cullen, maybe I can be the guy that helps. you know what I'm saying, push these guys over and show them what it it means, you know what I'm saying, to really, to be an NBA ball player at the highest level. Not to see that he, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, regardless of what people say about CJ McCullum, man, I think he fits perfectly with, with, what I guess the Pelicans are trying to do with Brandon, with Brandon Ingram and Zion. Um, there's an age difference, but I mean the guy can score at all levels of the floor. Is a good shooter. Um, you're not gonna just leave him consistently open, man. That man didn't hit consistently, then hit big shots. Um, when the Blazers made it to the Western Conference Finals, I would like to say he was a big part and carrying him now, especially when Dame Lillard wasn't and even sometimes when Dame was there, you feel me? Uh, so that I, I believe that was a good pickup if they could get him healthy and he can continue to play the way he's played over the couple, last couple of years with Portland. Um, also, not nothing to be, be swept under the rug. The uh, acquisition of Larry Nance Jr. I think was a pretty good pickup too um, because at this point, I always just say, man, when Zion was playing last year, like who really was his backup? Uh, I guess Najee Marshall and, 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 and a ragtag mix of players that really come in that truly didn't play power forward or shouldn't be playing power forward, maybe small forwards or something like that. So I think bringing in Larry Nance Jr. also was, was a pretty good move. Um, that's another big body they have, there another throw out there to compete. At to compete, uh, maybe especially for the remainder of this year, but maybe for next year in training camp and all that. You got another body at the four, uh, so I like those pickups. There was more. I want to say there was also more around the league. I want to say Sabonis, Sabonis, Justin Holiday, and a few other guys was traded. Um from the Pacers for Halliburton, um, Buddy Hill and then somebody else to the Kings and a few first round picks and stuff. Was it stage? Maybe I don't even know if it was a first round pick. I wanna see a second round pick with between the Kings and the Pacers. Um I ain't gonna lie, I feel like I, I wanna see I wanna see the Pacers about to be tough. They still got Karis Levert i man, I wanna see the Pacers about to be tough over there. They're about to be a nice little squad for sure. Um but seemed like the blazers didn't just say the hell with the hell with it the hell with it you know they didn't basically in in the span of a couple of days they didn't give away robert covington um cj mccullum norman powell uh basically in in return basically the best player they didn't got for all of that was josh hart man uh, and I'm not trying to play on none of them guys. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, they're all in the NBA. They're all there for a reason. But, man, I, they, done, they throwing it in the towel, it seems like. You feel me? Sucks to be a Blazer fan right now. I guess the question marks are open now more than ever about the Trailblazers and Damian Lillard's future and what they're going to do. Man, we definitely going to have our eye, eye open you know what I'm saying? Following that story. but Man, that's all I got here for tonight. I want to remind you guys, if you haven't already, to go check out The Gridiron on Instagram at the Real Eye. Make sure you go show your boy some love. You know what I'm saying? Go follow us. Also, wherever you get your podcast, make sure you go follow us. Go subscribe. You know what I'm saying? To our podcast, whether that be on Apple, Spotify, Google, Overcast, or whatever. Man, I'm trying to get us on Pandora, man. I'm trying to get some type of way. I'm trying to get like a little small segment. Now, I'm, you know, I'm trying. Maybe even if it's five, ten minutes on that thing, on Pandora, some type of way. I'm trying to figure that out, man. I don't know. But in the meantime, make sure y'all continue to, you know what I'm saying, show your boys some love and continue to boost this show up and all of that. And we're going to keep doing this thing. But until then, I'm Jay. And this the gridiron. Catch y'all next time deuces